Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so that you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever, ever rip you off. Clark.com is our web address. ClarkDeals.com is where you find ways to save the money. Coming up in 20 minutes, something you should never do with your cell phone. It is today's Clark Rageous Moment with a very important lesson for you. And coming up in a half hour, wow, things at work are changing. I want to make sure you are aware of the latest trends at work, including some nice stuff that some employers are doing, the things you should look for from a nice boss. I'm going to talk right now about something that comes under the category of the most overused word in modern America, crisis. This one actually is a crisis. It's the student loan debt in the United States. Approaching quickly $1.5 trillion which is, think about that, that's $1,500 billion of student loan debt. That is an absolute shocking amount of student loan debt. And it's happened one person at a time. Unfortunately, the problem has been that all too often people take on the student loan debt and then their income just flat out will not support it. So how are we going to deal with this? First things first, for people who are not yet in school, for parents wanting the best for their child or children, Do not follow that path of great debt for education. And I've talked about many strategies to not end up in the situation of callers I have the show with a massive amount of debts. But this is such an issue that, again, reaching to the employer thing, I'm going to talk about in a half hour, this is unrelated, but there are employers that are starting to offer longevity credits that the longer you stay with them, they wipe out a portion of your student loan debt. That for millennials, that's become a highly sought-after benefit. The city of Memphis, the city government in Memphis, is now offering student loan incentive money to try to retain city workers. I mean, this is this is big what's going on with the student loan stuff. And there will be more and more things popping up in the country where people come up with strategies to make college more affordable. I'm so ecstatic about the state of Tennessee making community college completely free for state residents. 
free. State of New York, with strings attached, making college free at a state university in the state of New York, the SUNY system. And we as a nation need to stop backloading this with debt on our students as adults. We need to front load more affordable education. And I believe so much in what Tennessee's done more than what New York is doing because community colleges structurally they're set up from the ground up as more affordable places for school but wherever you are even if you have to pay for a couple years of community college it is dirt dirt cheap relative to virtually anywhere else you can go so please don't just sign your name to a loan and parents do not and grandparents do not sign yourself up for financial oblivion huge number of people past age 60 are paying on student loans for their grandkids having trouble paying for their own retirement joy is with us on the clark howard show how are you doing i am well how are you today great thank you we're going to talk about something much more lighthearted and joyous and you have the right name to talk about something joyous right right absolutely what's that travel of course yes and i'm i'm in south carolina now but i'm originally from uh atlanta and so i'm a longtime listener when i was back there and still a fan and i still go to your website and I'm at a point in my life where I'm single and want to travel, but I don't want to necessarily do it by myself. Um, Most of my friends are couples, and so I'm trying to figure out a great, reputable travel site for singles. So there are a bunch of them out there. I know, and when I Google it, it's scary because there are so many. All right, let me give you some that I would check out. Uh, this one may skew a little young, but okay. Lonely Planet has their travel companions for them. Okay. And then there's a couple of them, TravelBuddies.com. Have you been to that one? No, not not been to that one. Um, also another one, SoloTraveler.com. Okay. And a number of the cruise lines now are offering these um, almost like miniature cabins although cruise cabins are already small enough right where they're able to offer um much better prices to somebody traveling alone on a cruise okay and the cruise industry has done a great job with this where they have mix and mingles night after night on the cruises for people that are single okay I'm not um, really a cruise person, though. <laughs> well, I was just—I was just throwing that out. That was just one of my suggestions. Um, another one is that, depending on how rural the area is in South Carolina, where you live. Now this, I'm in Charleston. Oh, so. Charleston's going to have yeah. this. In any midsize or large city in the country, there's going to be a local travel club. Okay. And so you should be able to do a search 
with Charleston in the name and find one available in your area. But most often, the number one place people go for uh, travel companions is through typically a religious organization. Okay. And if that's not your thing, if you're not... No, it is. Okay. I never even thought about that. And so I would say that that gives you enough to get going. Okay. Well, I thank you very much. And uh, if you are, are you a member of a of a of a big denomination? Uh, yes. Which one? Well, I, it's really non-denominational, but it's affiliated with like the Baptist denomination. Oh, then you'll find plenty. Okay. Plenty of uh, Baptist affiliated travel groups. Okay. And and is there any way to know that they're pretty legit? Because I'm I'm always cautious. You know, I've I've just heard of people getting rooked where they send money and and then so you always pay by credit card. Okay, and that's always the way to protect myself. It's not a hundred percent foolproof protection, but it is the best thing that exists for anybody buying travel at any time. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much and, for all your help. And I'd like to ask you to do something is if you find a great, great source that you uh, find your way to or stumble upon and you feel like it's something I should have said in this area, please let me know. I will. Absolutely. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thank you again. Sh- sure. And Charles is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Charles. Hey, Clark, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Hope everything's great in your world. Yes, it's going very well. Good. How can I serve you? I cut ties with my cable company because I didn't think I was getting the value that I should be getting from it. And I, I, I used to have a, what do they call it, a triple play package. I had it was a telephone, uh, internet, and TV I didn't use the phone. I got rid of the TV and kept the internet. What I was, what I received the other day was an unsolicited uh, offer for a la carte TV, and it kind of just appeared at the right time. I'm not really familiar with it. Uh, it's one where they have a, a basic uh, twenty dollar a month, twenty five channels. You can move up for another ten dollars, and I think get another. 25 channels, or you can get their top of the line, which combines both offers. Is this uh, Sling.com, orange and blue? Yes, it is. Oh, man. You described it so perfectly. I felt like I was on. What show would that be? Which of those game shows on TV? I mean, you made me feel like I was on a game show because I'm like thinking, all right, which streaming services is Charles talking about? Yeah, so. Um, I I have a lot of experience with Sling Orange and Blue, and it works works very well. Okay. And so if you do Orange, Sling, and Blue combined, is it $39 a month or $35? I forgot. Uh, I think what they showed me there, their initial offering was $20, and then their next one was $30. And I think if you you combine both, it would start at $40. Okay. And, and you can you can buy in other channels as you go and delete buy in and delete as you as you go. Yeah, so Sling is owned by Dish Network. Okay. 
And this came about what I've heard, and I don't know if it's true, but the guy who founded and owns Dish Network um, couldn't get his grandkids, even with the fact they wouldn't have to pay for satellite, to take satellite. They were like, Granddad, nobody does that anymore. <laughs> and so this is this in this whole story may just be a tall tale, it's not true, but that he then said, We gotta come up with a streaming product or we're never gonna get millennials to watch pay TV. Right. And so Sling was really the first out of the box and now there's Hulu has one, YouTube has one, um, Direct T V has one. And uh, Sony has one, but the sling is the closest anybody's done to something that's pick and choose. Okay. And it, it seems to stream very well. And what they do is if it's orange, I may get the colors wrong, but I think if it's orange, only one person can watch that channel at a time. If it's a blue channel... Three different people can be watching three different shows on the blue at the same time. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. So it gives you, the orange is more limited, the blue gives you greater, um, what they refer to as digital rights. But with any of these, you don't have to sign a contract, just try it, and if you like it, you're good. Well, their offer was if you pay... Two months in advance, they will give you a free Roku Express. Take it. Okay. Uh, The Roku Express is a very basic Roku device, but it works fine. Okay. So I love all this. And the future of television is going away from the way we were used to buying it, but nobody knows how the final best version is going to emerge. Today's Clark Rages moment has a pretty serious note to it, and it involves something that is texting and walking. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rages moment. I'm not even going to put up the video of this because I don't want to be involved in what has been pretty widely spread clickbait on the internet. But a woman in New Jersey was walking down a sidewalk, staring at her phone. And if you're from the Northeast or New England, you're familiar with how at a lot of businesses, their storerooms are below the business and they'll open up a metal, uh, a metal door, if you will, in the sidewalk. And there's a stair down there and that's where they take their supplies down to. Well, this woman, because she was so engrossed in her phone, didn't notice and walked right into a disaster, fell over headfirst into the storeroom down below the sidewalk, has serious injuries, and is in critical condition, or actually what they call serious condition, in the hospital And over and over again, here in the hallways at the studio, people will be walking down the hall, staring at their phone, doing something on it, 
and they will literally walk right into another person. We have no idea, and I want you to think about this, when you're driving, how distracted it is, distracting it is, to look at a phone. And to think that this woman may end up, who knows how bad off, from looking at her phone, walking down a sidewalk. Remember that, please. It doesn't take that long to stop, pull over your, on the side of the road with your car, or if you're walking or biking, stop for a minute and deal with the phone. I can't believe how many people I see biking who are staring at their smartphones while they're biking. Really? I'm so glad you've joined us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you keeping more of what you make. Clark.com is our website. Clark.com slash ask is where you go to ask questions. And also you can ask questions off the air. We make that available to you 45 hours each week. It's a free service of the Clark Howard Show on your phone at Clark.com. You can call right from it. Or if you're at a laptop or desktop, On the main screen, you can see how to get that free off-the-air advice. So there's so many people who are trying to gauge how you're going to do as an independent contractor or an employee with benefits. And I've talked to so many people over the years who, as an independent contractor, are making effectively what seems to be a much higher rate per hour than someone who's working as an employee at a place of work. And there are times that it's a win-win for the employer and the employee when they're not truly your employer and you're not really their employee, you're paid 1099 as an independent contractor, what's known as an IC. But I just saw new numbers from the Labor Department on the benefit of being an actual employee. Because if you only look at the hourly rate, you're missing a big part of the picture. Because today, from the latest data from the feds, when you are a full-time worker somewhere, on average, for every $2 in pay you get, you're getting an additional dollar in benefits. If you make $10 an hour, your employer is effectively spending $15 for you. If you're making $20, they're spending $30, and on like that. And so that's something I want you to consider when you're trying to decide, am I better off working here without benefits or there with benefits? Because for us, human nature being what it is, we feel the paycheck and appreciate the paycheck or don't because we feel like we're worth more, but we never calculate in or consider the value of those benefits. And they can make a, a huge difference to us over time when you have the benefits. So please consider that. Now here's one I get a real kick about. I saw this in an item in the Washington Post. Over 40% of companies now offer 
what's known as Summer Friday. It is a series of perks that employers offer. And when you look at the largest companies in the country, Summer Friday perks are very, very common. At a number of companies, Summer Friday may be only as far as letting you dress pretty much as you wish or some level of casual on Friday. That's not the good stuff. The good stuff is when an employer allows you to leave early on Fridays. And that has become steadily more common because of, thank millennials, millennials want more work-life balance than their elders. And so millennials, because their skills are needed in the workplace and retention of millennials has been difficult for employers, they're specifically dialing up benefits that all of us benefit from, like having Fridays be a day that you get to leave early, or Friday being the day that you get free food from your employer. I mean, I like this stuff. And by the way, I say this to you if you're a business owner, the Weird benefits you offer your employees that stand out in some way, whatever those weird benefits are, cost you relatively little, but buy you an enormous amount of loyalty from your employees and appreciation from them. Gary is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you. Gary, how may I serve you? I've recently become interested in what's commonly known as a reverse mortgage. And I know that in the past you didn't view them very favorably, but I know that things have changed. So I want to get a perspective from you today as how you feel about them. So a number of people in the mortgage industry have expressed um, from politely to not so to me that, I'm out of date on reverse mortgages and that I need to become modern about them. And one of the things that has been a very strong opinion is that I have failed to express sufficiently that the fees on most reverse mortgages are not as outrageous as they used to be. In addition... With a legit reverse mortgage, you will have to attend financial counseling because you've got to know what the downsides are of the reverse mortgages that have burned a number of people with them being foreclosed on or uh, finding themselves limited in options because they've eaten up their equity with a reverse mortgage. So the industry feels very much I'm far too negative, but I will still tell you to this moment, Gary, I believe that reverse mortgages are a last option. And the situation that makes them worth doing is when you have no other rabbits to pull out of a hat. So do you have some specifics that make you feel like a reverse mortgage is right because you are out of options? 
I guess I haven't explored all the options. It's just that I find myself in a um, an early retirement situation, and the um, I'm living on Social Security and a modest pension. Um, I had wanted to pay off all my debt, credit card debt, before I retired. I wasn't able to do that. So that is the main force that's driving me is I, I would like to be able to use that money that I would get from the reverse mortgage to pay off my high-interest credit card debt. So, forgive me, but how old are you? 68. 68. And how is your health? Um, fair. Fair, I, not uh, fantastic. No, like I said, I had to retire early because of my health. Okay. Um, I had recent surgery, and it didn't, it didn't go as well as expected, so um, that's the situation I'm in. All right. And you you are giving me check marks that make it sound like a reverse mortgage, in your case, may be the right option. Because if if what you have to live on is the small pension and Social Security and nothing else, that's putting you in a pretty tight bind. Yes, sir. So do you own your home free and clear, or do you have a mortgage on it? I have a mortgage on it. I um, probably owe about half of what it's worth. So with a reverse mortgage, you won't generate a huge amount of cash if you still have a fair amount of debt against it, but you may be able to... What happens with a, a legit reverse mortgage is for the rest of your life, they will send you a check every month instead of you having to pay the mortgage lender. Yeah, my understanding from the people I um, had contacted was that I would just stop making my mortgage payment. And so that money I would be spending for the payment would be in my hand, and I could use that to pay off debt or whatever I chose to. Actually, a reverse mortgage is just what it sounds like. It's where the lender pays you monthly. So with a legit reverse mortgage, they're writing you a check every 30 days based on the portion of your equity that they're willing to um, finance and also your age and expected lifespan. So I've got to ask you a very uncomfortable question. And please, I hope I don't alienate you or upset you by asking you this. I'm open-minded, Clark. You don't need to worry about offending me. All right. So, well, I mean, this question may. The illness that you have that forced you to early retire, is it one that may also shorten your lifespan? Not primarily. Um, I, I have arthritis. I've had to have numerous surgeries because of it. So the only drawback is that my mobility is limited. And, of course, you know, if you don't have a lot of mobility, you become more sedimentary, and that declines in your health. But I don't have a heart problem. I don't have a lung problem, to my knowledge. So So let me tell you why I asked that. You may know already. A reverse mortgage is a bet by the lender that you're going to live this long, according to actuarial. But if your health is such that your life is likely to have a shorter lifespan, it's a bad bet for you to get involved with it 
because you're not going to get the real benefit from it over time. I but, see. But in your case, with no other options, did you have somebody you were hoping would inherit your house? No, not necessarily. I had kind of planned on selling it and moving, but, you know, that brings in a whole other perspective as to where I'm going to move, what right. I'm going to be able to what my living situation, the quality of my living situation, if I did that, I really don't see me being able to move and even have equal uh, quality of life that I have now. All right. So you you pass the test. You should be looking at a reverse mortgage. Only deal with the lender where you go through the required counseling. Compare lenders and look specifically at the FHA reverse mortgage program. And I want to wish you the best with your arthritis and your health. Derek is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Derek. Hi, Clark. Derek, you are at the other end of the age spectrum, and yeah, right. you are already a savings maniac. Trying to. Tell me about that, if you could. Yes, yeah, I graduated last May. And I worked hard, and uh, I don't have any student loans, and then got a job right out of college and um, still had some money left over from working hard to pay off college loans. And then just from this year from working, I have a good amount saved in my bank account, and uh, then I do a lot of freelance stuff on the side, so I have extra cash coming in that way. And uh, Wow. So what's your ambition? What's your goal? Well, I just I see the amount that I have in my bank account, and it's nice to see, but I'd also know that's doing me no good just sitting there, and uh, I just wanted to know what things you thought I could do to maybe invest or do some bond stuff. All right, but the question is, do you want to have this money to buy a house? Do you want to have it so you can pay cash for a car? Or are you willing to focus already about saving on retirement, saving for retirement? I mean, I live at home right now, so, I mean, eventually I would like to buy a house, maybe within, like, 10 years or so, and um, I'm not a big car guy. I'm not going to, like, go and spend a lot of money. I'd just rather have a used one that's going to get me from point You're making this so easy for me, (laughs) because what I want you to do is I want you to open immediately a Roth IRA, Uh and... I'd like you to contribute the max allowed under the law each year, which is $5,500. Okay. And that money and I, will I grow... I can do t- that on top of the, the 403B that I get through my work? Yes, you can. Okay. Unless you're earning a massive amount of money, yes, you can. Okay. So you got to earn, I think it's in excess of 140000 or so as oh, a single individual. <laughs> so that's not happening, right? No. So I would like for you to look at putting your money in a target retirement fund, mm-hmm. in a Roth IRA, do the 5500 every year. It's going to pay off so big for you down the road, it's going to shock you. Okay. And I have a guide at Clark.com where 10 minutes from you and me hanging up, you can already have your Roth open and funded. Perfect. I love it. So go check it out, and I love what you've done for yourself. Fantastic that you're so disciplined with your money. 
It's time for Ask Clark. That's where producer Joel asks your questions for you that you posted at Clark.com. Joel, who you got? Clark got a question from Samuel. He says, I heard you say that when you retire to make sure that you have seven to ten times your salary at the retirement age. Now, first, did I understand you right? And second, is the seven to ten times uh, above income before or after tax? What a great question. That is not my formula. Um, I've talked about a formula for life insurance that when you are in your earning years, I like for you to have 10 times your annual income for in life insurance for your survivors. In retirement, I've said something completely different. And what I've said is I'm a big believer in something known as the 4% rule. If you take what you have saved over your working years and add it up, can you get through a year on 4% of that? So if you have that added with whatever else you have, whether it's Social Security or if you're lucky enough to have any kind of pension from a workplace or whatever, if you can live off of those things plus 4% of what you've saved, you're good. If you can't, it means you need to save more money. All right. Fasi writes in and says, how can I prepare a will for free? Is that even possible? So you can prepare a will basically for free, but I don't recommend it at all. There are certain elements that in most states are the key elements that have to be in a will. You have to uh, say who you are. You've got to name your children. Uh, you have to have somebody who's going to be your executor or executrix. If you have minor children, you name a guardian. There are things like that. But uh, would it be a good idea to just fill in a blank? You can find those online where for free where you can fill in the blanks. Don't do it. The closest I would go to doing a self-help will is pay 50 bucks for Willmaker. Willmaker is the best product I know for you to do your own will. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that if you need consumer advice, we're here to serve you off-air for free, nine hours a day, If you go to Clark.com and go down the home screen, you'll see a section, Consumer Help and Tools. Click on Consumer Action Center, and you can get that free off-the-air advice.